0: Knox Life Podcast is what you are now tuned into. Let's get it! Oh yeah, it's your boy Hardball Hard, and I'm back at it again. I want to thank everyone for continuing to support your boy. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you put it on your list to make sure that every time I release a podcast, it pops up at the top. So do what you can. Donate. Shout out to Miller Lite. Shout out to Robinson Creek Home Health and Hospice. Shout out to Last Stand Hat Company. They got these sweet lids made for your boy. I want to give a shout out to all the people that follow stories from inside the man cave and continue to support everything that we do. Cause we just want to bring you some hot content and there's a lot of hot content that needs to be out there. If you hadn't heard the issue, excuse me, if you hadn't heard uh, the episode with me and hall of famer, Chipper Jones, make sure you go over there and listen to that. We had a lot to talk about and a lot of it had to do with hitting and we'll get into that some other time because I also do a podcast with the great coach Ty Harrington, where we get an opportunity to chop it up about baseball, and we'll break down the Longhorns, we'll break down the Bobcats of South, oh, excuse me, Texas State, and we'll also break down the Big Twelve Conference and the Sun Belt Conference. But there's a lot that has been happening around the 40 acres that has to do with the new coaches in basketball. The new coach that came, Vic Schaefer, took the ladies to the Elite Eight and did an unbelievable job. And, and Vic Schaefer has been the man, the myth, and everything about the legend to continue to his opportunity and the quest to get good players here at the university. He's got some great ones that are here now, but he's also trying to bring in some more because he can coach. And we've been talking about Vic Schaefer for a while and what we expected from him as he came in from Mississippi State. And we got an opportunity to see that right away. Very, very proud of the women over there on the 40 acres and what they accomplished. I mean, Charlie Collier, Celeste Taylor; those good ladies have done an unbelievable job. But you got to give it up to Vic Schaefer and his staff, uh, getting those ladies ready to play and being able to compete at the highest level, knocking off Maryland. But they fell to Don Staley in the South Carolina—I don't even know what you call them—the Lady Cox, the South Carolina Gamecocks. I don't know, and I don't want to be. Uh, going at people for this conversation. So I'm going to move on. But Don Staley has Vic Schaefer's number and they played 16 times now. And Don Staley has won 13 of them. She's got a special, special group at South Carolina. And so we'll see how that ends up, but can't be more proud of what the ladies did over uh, in San Antonio with the opportunity of playing in the elite. No one expected it. We expected good coaching, but we weren't. You'd be lying if you expected those ladies to be able to get to the Elite Eight in a uh, what a fourth quarter away from possibly playing in the Final Four. They didn't play well in the fourth quarter, and I'm sure Coach Schaefer will tell you that. But if you listen to his post game comments, he's so impressed with what these ladies have done, the hard work, the dedication, the sacrifice in which they had to live this past year to be able to even get to that point is amazing. So kudos to coach Schaefer can't wait to see what happens next for him as he continues to build what seems to be something that's going to be very special around the 40 acres. Speaking of the 40 acres in basketball, uh, we've had a coaching change, so to speak. Shaka smart is no longer the head coach at the university of Texas. He is now the head coach at Marquette. He's back at home. Um, he's back in the area in which he knows, and possibly he'll get an opportunity to recruit the type of players that fit his style of coaching. And I'm going I'm, to I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a take a jab right now at some of the reporters that have been out there that clicked that story about Shaka Smart taking jabs. And I'm not saying anybody locally, because if you're local, you understand who Shaka Smart is, what type of person that he is, and what he 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 means to the rest of those players at on the 40 acres. I'm talking about the ones that tried to get us to have some clickbait, as my man Brad Kellner said uh earlier. It I listened to the whole Conversation that was had Bob blue local reporter here in Austin, Texas, asked Shaka smarter question, and Shaka answered it the only way he knew how, and that's direct and and not beating around the bush and not trying to talk bad about the university. But let's face it, we've talked about this before, and people want to bring up, well, Rick Barnes got this person and this and that, and Tom Penders had these types of players. The University of Texas will always be considered a football school that plays basketball and plays some good basketball. We've had a ton of one and dones that have come to this university, and I'm not saying that Texas is not a basketball school per se, but everybody in this state loves football. And I'm not going to be critical of everyone that is involved in basketball because I love basketball. My son played college basketball. I wish he would have played at the University of Texas. I am a basketball fan. But at the end of the day, 90% of the people that live here are not basketball fans. They would much rather go to a football game than they would a basketball game. They would much rather go to a baseball game for – the the University of Texas baseball team that goes to Omaha, we've had some great players that have come to the University of Texas and played basketball. TJ four is an absolute goat. When you think about that, Terrence Wrencher, Lance blanks, Travis mays. There has been some great players. There has been some unbelievable players, but When it comes down to it, everybody that goes to the basketball game is trying to figure out what's next. Who's going to be the next coach? Who's going to be this? Who's going to be that for the football team? And the thing about it is you can't make that distinction. You're not allowed to make that distinction. So when you look at the things that happen, when you look at the things that happen around the 40 acres, none of it is revolving basketball. But. And I know people are like, well, you didn't mention t- Kevin Durant. You didn't mention LaMarcus Aldridge. You didn't mention uh, Jared Allen. You didn't mention all these guys that are one and dones and have done an unbelievable job here at the university. And you're right. I did not mention those people. Kevin Durant has done a lot for this university. He's given back. But let's not forget, Kevin Durant was only here for, what, six, seven months? A lot of these one and dones aren't here at the university long enough for you to want to go and watch every single game because when you know you have that player, you need to be at every game. You need to pack the house. You need to be that person that is like, yo, we in here today. We are in here. This is our spot. We're going to go watch Kevin Durant. But nobody really knew that Jared Allen was going to be Jared Allen Nobody knew that Jackson Hayes was going to be Jackson Hayes. And now you look at this year, you had Greg Brown, who was projected to be a one and done, but you also had Kai Jones who came out of nowhere for the most part. And now he's shooting up draft boards. And now you're sitting at home saying, man, I wish I would have went and saw him. So Shaka is not wrong. When there's basketball games being played at the University of Texas, and I am one of those fans that go to those games, Shaka was right. You only show up for the games that are like North Carolina, Connecticut, you're, or some conference games where you don't like the team. You're not making it to the gym to go watch that game because they're getting ready to play Incarnate Word. But I bet you if it was a football game, you'll go down there and you'll watch them play Incarnate Word until, you know, conference starts and you're going to be there because you're there for the tailgate and you're there for the partying and you want to be there because everybody loves football period. So he didn't say anything wrong because if you, and you can't say, well, he should have put a better product out there. If you're going to support the team, you're going to support the team, period. And I'm guilty as anybody else. So don't think I'm throwing stones or talking trash. I'm as guilty as anybody else. But I also have other things going on in my life as I do. I'm sure some of you do too, as well. But he did not say anything that was really taking a jab at the University of Texas. Because if you listen to the entire soundbite, which I was so glad that Brad Kellner and his crew over at the Horn did that. I'm glad they played the entire soundbite. Kevin Dunn and Rob Babers, my peeps. I'm thankful that they did that. And the reason why I'm so thankful is because it put context to the question that Bob Ballou asked, About it, he said that he was used to playing at BCU where the gym is smaller and they were playing in front of a hundred. He had a hundred sellouts, he had a hundred sellouts when it came to basketball. No lies were told on that. No lies were told on that. So, 7,000 people compared to 17,000 people. And he's playing in it, and they were vested into the game because I guarantee ain't nobody going to VCU football games. I don't even know if they have a football team. I probably should have researched that. But I don't even know if they had a football team. So make sure that before you click on it and you get a, 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 a clip of what was said, instead of giving yourself an opportunity to listen to the entire conversation and an entire answer to what Shaka Smart said, you would totally understand, and I would hope that you would agree with him. So for him, leaving the University of Texas, where basketball plays second fiddle, you can't say it doesn't, because I'll get to why you know it pays second fiddle to the football team which it should, let's not get it twisted, it should. Shaka now is at Marquette where basketball is going to be packed. He can go get those kids that are those Havoc kids. He doesn't have to necessarily go get the one-and-dones to satisfy the boosters. He's going to be able to recruit some great kids. And he may go over there and change his whole identity to something that everyone Wanted. They wanted chaos to be and havoc to be there. The the way that that basketball team played, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen. And for those that know, Shaka thinks he's a great guy. Shaka's a great guy, but it was time to move on. And in moving on, creates the conversation of who's next. And let me just tell you this. As I sit with you tonight and I think about what's next, obviously the number one candidate, it's been all over the place and people have been talking about it. And Texas Tech fans are, are doing everything they can to dispel the rumors of one Chris Beard. I've known Chris Beard for a long time. I've talked to Chris Beard on the telephone before because I was a a travel basketball coach and I had a ton of great players on my team. A lot of them went on to play at a bunch of major division ones. Some went to Texas. Some went to other schools. So I know the type of person that Chris Beard recruits. I understand it. He's going to get you some hard-nosed guys that are all about the game and want to give their all for their school and their university, Texas tech fans. You are sitting there right now and don't try to get our coach. Don't go after our coach. And if I'm a Texas tech fan, I am going to take it as an honor that you have had a coach that now everybody in the country once. Chris Beard, I'm sure, has been approached by multiple universities, and I know y'all have done everything you possibly can, but he is a hot commodity for the University of Texas. Now, I'm not saying he's coming to the University of of Texas, and I'm not saying that he's not coming to the University of Texas, but I will tell you this. The phone has rang the phone calls have been made the interest is there by texas and if i'm the university of texas why am i not going after a graduate of the university of texas and i know i know you're all sitting there saying Royale Ivy graduated from the University of Texas. He's in the NBA. Why won't you go get him? Look at what Jawan Howard has done. It's a great story. It's a great story. Jawan Howard, Royale Ivy. That'll be an outstanding story. But if you listen to the words of the athletic director at the University of Texas, he has said that we are going to bring in Coaches that have coached and been head coaches. No disrespect to Royale. I guarantee you he would probably be outstanding at the University of Texas. If I am the future coach of the University of Texas, I make a call to Royale and say, or Royal, however y'all want to say it. I call him Royale with cheese. Uh, I would – Reach out and say, would you like to come be on my coaching staff at the University of Texas? Here's why, regardless of who that person may be. Here is why I would want a person like Royal Ivy. I would also speak to TJ Ford, and I would try to get guys to understand TJ, legend vested wants to be a part of this wants to help bring the university back to where he left it that's final four he did it royale was on that team i would bring tj in with royal royale and i would say all right tj tj is on the aau circuit as of what if you want to call it aau or travel ball or select or however you want to call it, because I've had conversations about AAU and how the name doesn't always fit the crime. But if I am talking to TJ Ford and Royal Ivy, TJ knows AAU Royal Royal does not. He does not. You know why? Cause he's been in the NBA and yes, he's probably seen some players along the way, but his time is working with NBA players. He doesn't know the recruiting scene that hard anymore. That's not his deal. And that's no fault of his. Things are changing. Juwan Howard has a son that was going through the recruiting process, that was going through the courting, so Juwan kind of knew how the thing worked. And then Juwan bought in Phil Martelli, a guy that was still engaged and still in the recruiting You have to piece these things together. So if I'm the new head coach, I reach out to those guys, and I start grooming Mr. Ivy for this position. It's really not rocket science when you look at the bigger picture. Not everyone's going to have the same success as the next man. But I flip that script, and I look at Chris Beard, and everyone's like, Chris Beard, Chris Beard. Why are y'all coming after our coach? Why can't y'all go get somebody else? Why why not? He's the hottest name out there. And if I'm Chris Beard, because everyone keeps saying, why is Beard so quiet right now? Why isn't he just shutting this down? You know why he's not shutting it down? Because when the University of Texas calls you, your price tag goes up. And you know what that does? It's got all those people in Lubbock fired up trying to do everything they can to keep him there because they want their guy. So I'm not going to squash the rumors. I'm not going to, you know, adhere to what you want and say, man, he should have said something already. No, no, he actually shouldn't. Because you negotiate your worth. And if Chris Beard, In the University of Texas, Texas calls Chris Beard. He talks to his agent, everybody in Lubbock, from the donors to the neighbors to Whataburger to whoever, his fiance, his kids. Everybody's getting pulled in every single direction because they're begging him. Please don't go. Please, we'll do this. I've heard I heard something this morning where everybody's trying to give him something free. He's making five million dollars. He don't need nothing free. Let me get something for free. I'm making five dollars. Hook your boy up. But all I'm saying is this. Be glad that your coach is that good. That people want him. Be glad that. You had an opportunity to play for a national championship, and you were a foul away from being national champions. Don't be mad. Don't be mad because I'm going to tell you like this. Your loyalty to your school is who you are. We've had this conversation about the eyes of Texas, we can get your guns up. We can talk about all that stuff. And whatever school is yours, you want the best for it. And I don't blame you. But that is what Texas is trying to do. They want to go get the best guy that they feel is it. And right now, and last year, and the year before that, Chris Beard was a hot commodity. The problem is this, people. You don't want him to go to the University of Texas. That's the answer. He can go anywhere but not Austin. Who's down? We don't want that to happen. Well, be glad that your coach is that hot. Because you were about to have to pay a lot more money for him to stay there. And I'm not mad. I'm not mad at you for wanting him. I'm not mad at Texas for going after him. But I told someone this the other day. The Urban Meyer noise was so loud that it couldn't be true. It couldn't be true. Too many people were talking. There was a lot that was happening. But just remember this. The silence sometimes works in your favor. Whoever you may be. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I just want to mess with y'all. But I'm just saying. Be glad. Be worried. Because Texas Is trying. And tomorrow's April Fool's. So don't get on the internet and try to figure out what's happening. And don't click everything that you read, that you see. Because you never, ever know what's true and what's false. But I'm going to leave you with this. Your boy would not be surprised if. Chris Beard at some point is having a press conference because the numbers change at midnight tonight. And if the numbers change, the thought processes change, and then everyone is trying to figure out what's next. As always, thank you for the support. Subscribe. And you probably say, man, Mike, are you gonna give me another answer? No. The only answer I'm gonna give you is don't believe everything you see. Cause even salt looks like sugar. It's your boy Harbaugh Hard, and I'm out. Peace.